What if you could learn to live more fully now? What if you could come from a place of peaceful power and stay grounded even in the toughest situations? My name's Austin. I am the host of the new podcast called Power of Pure Presence. Join me each week and let's embark on a new journey together when we learn to harness the power of pure presence and live more fully in the moment. Before we jump into the podcast, I have a quick disclaimer and an opportunity for you. During the course of this podcast, you will hear many pauses. These pauses were left here intentionally. Each pause provides an opportunity for you to practice presence real time, no matter where you are in the world. Some pauses are initiated and you will be asked to pause and breathe. Others will seem to happen out of nowhere. However, use each pause with intentionality. Use each pause to deepen your presence. This audio is taken from a live stream, Power of Pure Presence, that streams live every Sunday at 10 a.m. on E360 TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, and many other platforms around the world. Each broadcast is streamed live from a location out in nature. You will hear sounds, nature, people. Each broadcast is an opportunity to practice presence. While most of the audio is very good and the connection is good, there are moments where those pauses happen. We encourage you to use those pauses to practice presence wherever you are in the world. Let's jump in. Welcome everyone. I want to share a quick bonus before we kick off the show. Just in case you missed it last week, this was the very first sunrise of 2023. And I want to welcome you in. I want to share this with you before we get into the show. from last week's episode. If you missed it, I highly recommend you you watch it. It was a great way to kick the year off. And here we are. I want to welcome you to season two, episode number two of Power of Pure Presence. And today we're going to talk about living life more fully, which is the ongoing theme of the show. But more importantly, we're going to talk about love. I'm going to transition transition over to a pre-recorded piece. It's a beautiful fireside chat. Uh, during the chat, I share a couple readings. I know this is going to touch you. I, I know it touched it touched me, just sharing it. So I know it's going to touch you as we uh, go into the show. Just remember, this show is it's a practice, and it's it's filled with some information. But it, but I want you to really pay attention to the the openings where nothing seems to be happening. There's a silence. There's a, where the brain is searching because we know our lives is, it's just, our lives are so filled with content. We are addicted to content and thought. There's all, we always want something in the space. And you're going to learn in this show today, there's a metaphor that actually came up naturally in the show with no space no content. And I think our the key to our fulfilled life moving forward is balancing these things. But if we are 
hyper-focused on something from an anxiety base, it's just this, this overthinking, incessant obsession to get somewhere. Um, and before I transition over, look at the great inventors, Thomas Edison, who would be perceived as an obsessive personality to create and invent. But what you learn is that the epiphanies, the flashpoints to reference the other show, happen when? In the vacuum of thinking, in between sleep and awake state, when the, when the brain calms, when the conscious brain, the conscious thought delivery machine is not doing that. It, it, because you're in between states and then the deeper part delivers. It's almost like, you know, the big lottery where the balls are all bouncing around and there's all kinds of numbers, right? And you, you, all you see is the balls just bouncing around, but then a number comes up. And, and I liken that to when we can calm and, and connect to the deepest part of ourselves. It's like the, the subconscious has all this information in it. But because we're our pattern of thinking with the conscious, it blocks what, what we need. And so if we can be calm, it's like that number or that message that arises from that vacuum is exactly what we need when we need it. And in, in some cases, uh, it can be miraculous when we can dial into that moment. So I'm going to transition over to this. I want to say good morning to everyone here. Good morning, Michelle. Glad you're here this morning. We have our sponsor who's helping out in the green room, uh, gallivanting like a royal. And we are ready to deliver a great show for you today. Remember, this is an experience. This is not about what's the content fill my head with information. You, you can get anything on Google. This is an experience. This is to open up things that might lay dormant in you, things that you may have totally forgot about. So let's transition over. Uh, I want you to keep busy in the chat. We might grab some of your shares during the live stream. We will grab some at the end. We will hear, we have uh, some information from our sponsors. And if you're on the podcast, you're getting this on the podcast, I want to just reiterate that these momentary lapses, just use those as a trigger to be okay with nothingness. Be okay with nothing happening. Can you be okay with nothing happening? Are you comfortable or can you sit back and be, and it feels awkward at first, but if you can just sit back when nothing happening and just breathe. Oh, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> we have the, since I'm broadcasting from home now, uh, let me share this with you when I come back after. This is the new balcony camera. So since I'm not outside today, uh, I wanted to make sure we delivered some nature for you. So there's the balcony view. We got some blue sky. Yes, the trees do not have leaves on them, but the birds are active. The crows are out. I've already been outside, and it's just miraculous to witness nature in all of her beautiful states, including the winter months. We can embrace the winter months, then we can live life more fully now. I'm going to transition over. I know you're going to enjoy this. Let me say good morning to Tara. I'm glad you're here, Tara. Good morning, Ivy. Uh, if you can, settle in. This will touch you at a deep level. All right. Good morning. Good morning. All right, here we go. Let's transition over to the content, and then I'll be back after to get your shares. We'll We'll put a recap on this. Let's go. All right, here we go. I'm glad you're with me for this next segment. If you're on the video, look at the fire. Pause and breathe if you haven't done so already. If you're on the podcast, I hope you can hear the fire. We have an exceptional fire here. And I'm glad to have you with me. Be sure and settle into this moment if you haven't already and 
allow your mind to clear. Using that breath as the point, the process, to let this moment breathe, literally and figuratively. And think about that, that comment, let it breathe. Have you ever used that phrase before? We say, let it breathe, give it air. Give it spaciousness. We intuitively know this. Goodness, even a fire needs to breathe. It needs air. And every great fireplace has a what? It has a grate. If you can see this one, you see the wood is on top of the metal grate. Why? Because it's the space beneath the fire that enables airflow. And that's a great metaphor as we're getting into this segment that are you allowing enough breath, metaphorically speaking and literally speaking. I'll share with you, I just just started a new practice, fairly new. It's an innovation of an old practice. And that is, is, as soon as I wake up in the morning, once I've gotten out of bed, within the first couple minutes, I sit, I ground down in my chair, and I just breathe for two to four minutes. This way, as soon as I rise, I am setting the tone for the day by capturing that presence. And then my thoughts come in and then they vanish and then they come in. And then they vanish. They rise and they fall. Just like your stomach. If you're breathing properly through the nose, and when I say properly, it's a mere suggestion. There's a lot of research on breathing through the nose, but whatever you can do in this moment, do that. The key here is just to notice the breath first. And then after we notice it, so slightly adjust it and begin to breathe a little bit deeper and then a little bit deeper and then a little bit deeper and then we begin to ground into our body we begin to feel what's happening in this moment just through that observation of your breath I want to let you know I'm glad to have you with me Let's do a check-in right now again here. How are you feeling? What are you feeling? There's the fire kicking up there. So maybe you're loving the fireplace. If you're loving the fireplace, let me know. Did you stop to pause and breathe or did you just blow that off? Like, and there's no right or wrong thing here, but if you did, and you were able to, just type in hashtag pause and breathe. And then just do it one more time. This is the point of the show and many of you have been here, you know it's just the continual practice because if we can do it throughout the show and, and begin to do this, then guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna anchor it in. And then when life comes at you, you're going to go, pause and breathe. And every time we pause and breathe, we let it breathe. We let the situation breathe and we can choose a better response. How many of you would like that? How many of you would like 
to be able to choose the best response when life is the most challenging, when life is presenting you with the most challenges. We can choose to pause and breathe. All right, I got, today is about love and living life fully now. That was the topic and I'm sure this will be one of many episodes on love. I'll tell you one of the things I did is just looked up what's the most important gift you could give anyone. What's the most important gift? What do you think it is? I, I typed it into search engine. What's the most important thing you can give anyone? Right? Well, the first thing that came up on my list was presence. Presence. Your undivided attention. Fully in the moment with that person. Moments out of the judgmental mind. It's important to note this is not a place you arrive. This is a dynamic process of being in the moment and being out of the moment. But all it takes is key moments to be in the moment. You're not going to get it right all the time. But that's okay. The awareness we pour in changes everything. I'm going to read a, a couple things to you that I want to speak with. Uh, I'm going to start with this because it's in my hand. And this is, I've read from this book before. It's called How to Love by Teek Not Han. If uh, those of you on the video can see it, it's, there's the book. And I really like this, uh, love this really, I want to share this with you because it, it's actually in line with, um, if you saw, I want to point you to last week's show, January 1st, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, when he says that uh, the boy discovers that home is really love, to love and be loved, and that everybody's just trying to find their way home. So let's read this by Teek Nhat Hanh. It's uh, in the middle of the book. It's called A Deep Thirst. And I'm going to lean down here to get some lighting, if that's okay. So you can still see the fire, I trust. And uh, here we go. Sometimes we feel empty. We feel a vacuum. A great lack of something. We don't know the cause. It's very vague. But the feeling of being empty inside is very strong. We expect and hope for something much better so we'll feel less alone, less empty. The desire to understand ourselves and to understand life is a deep thirst. There's also the deep thirst to be loved and to love. We are ready to love and to be loved. It's very natural. But because we feel empty, we try to find an object of our love. Sometimes we haven't had the time to understand ourselves, yet we've already found the object of our love. When we realize that all our hopes and expectations of course can't be fulfilled by that person, we continue to feel empty. You want to find something, but you don't know what to search for. In everyone, there's a continuous desire and expectation deep inside. You still expect 
something better to happen. That is why you check your email many times per day. That's an interesting read. You think about it. And I think many of us will identify with that. Even if we're in relationships, we will understand that we could feel alone and empty in a relationship. We could feel alone and empty out of a relationship. We can feel fulfilled out of a relationship. And of course, we can we feel fulfilled in a relationship. And the common denominator in all of that is our experience of. And I'm gonna just share what arises in me in the moment. And I want you to type in what, what did you think about this? Does this happen to you? Are you feeling this now? Did you feel this last year? Are you starting to understand it more? Are you getting a deeper awareness of it, it that it's there? I would offer awareness. The deep thirst, if you feel this deep thirst, I believe the first step is to be aware of it. And what I've been cultivating in, in myself is to let it all go. But not from a place to arrive free from the deep thirst. Simply in that moment to be aware that it's there and then let it go. And to be in the moment. Like this moment, the fire. Listen to that fire. From our perception, the fire has an appetite. It seems to thirst for more wood. It just burns whatever you put onto it. Like all things in nature, it just is. There could be a deep thirst to replace what was lost. What if you could move forward from here and be aware of those, that feeling of longing, that feeling of being empty or feeling empty or being in the vacuum, that when you feel like you lack something, When you don't know the cause, be aware that you don't know the cause. Be aware that it's going to rise up. It's going to rise up in me. It's going to rise up in you. You're going to feel. You're going to question. You're going to wonder. You're going to think about the past sometimes. You're going to wonder what the future is going to bring. Yes, it's all a part of the human experience. Power, pure presence is not to eliminate that. It's to bring you more into this moment so you can live more fully now. And love is that experience that can bring us in this moment. Even when we feel we lack it, simply by being aware of what is 
and embracing what is. I want to share a story with you that is coming up. That's, uh, I just heard this this week and it really spoke to me. And then I started to process the story as I often do because I want to understand more. I want more depth, more meaning. There's a man named, and by the way, I want to give you a little commercial. I have a poem I'm going to share too that's also going to speak to you. And somehow this, I know this will mesh beautifully together. Uh, but before we do that, why don't we take a, a break here? Just pause and breathe. I'm going to step out of the frame and I just want you to pause and breathe and let whatever spoke, whatever happened, whatever you felt during this reading, just be aware of it. Simply be aware of it, embrace it. It's not here to stay. It's here to create more depth, more meaning, more fulfillment from, and then we can rise from there. story, I want you to think of the, the biochemistry of presence. When you're present, think about your body. Is it anxious? Or is it relaxing? Think about it. I'm going to call out one of our sponsors here, Julie Gandy, Peace and Love Amplifiers, because I went through her process and she's one of the sponsors of this show. <clears throat> and when you go through her process, she helps people really dial into inner peace so they can live in a more peaceful state, uh, live a more fulfilled life. We had her as a guest on one of the, uh, a couple shows ago. And what she does is she measures what they call coherence. And coherence is when your body, you're in a state of rhythm. Your heart and your brain are kind of, are synchronized, which happens through breathing. And I would say it's beyond the heart and the brain. It's the body becomes in sync. The cells, it's almost like the conductor of a orchestra, the maestro. And all the cells start to synchronize together like a symphony. And there's a biochemistry that's created. It's in the scientific world, it's parasympathetic, and that is rest, refresh, digest. That's how important this is. It's learning to cultivate the practice power of pure presence. It will improve your health. Because if you're in a state of coherence, your body naturally goes to parasympathetic mode, which is a healthier state for your nervous system, your immune system, your stress response, 
all of it. Let me share his story. So, and I want to welcome you to follow Julie Gandy, Peace and Love Amplifiers. The, the gentleman's name is Wim Huff. Some of you may know that name, Wim Huff. W-I-M, I believe, H-O-F-F. Wim Hof is world known for his ability to withstand cold temperatures. He was he he was on Mount Everest with uh, shorts, no shirt. He was submerged in cold water, uh, ice water. I want to say for two hours. He has the record. What does this have to do with our, our show here? Because I heard a little bit about his story and I knew a little bit about his story and I'm going to share a little bit about that now as I get comfortable. But he lost his wife. His wife it was the love of, love of his life. And this really hit me. She suffered from depression. So much so that she took her own life. They had children. It forced Wim to take care of the children, but he ended up becoming depressed and also had suicidal ideations. And then one day he was out walking, immersed, blanketed in this grief, this, this unbearable grief, unshakable the love of his life gone, left alone, regretting the past loss, no compelling future, ripped away. And immersed in this grief, he looked up and he saw this thin ice on the river near his house. It was winter time or early spring and he just decided to go in the cold water. Strange. The next day he went back, he did it again. And then he kept doing it and he kept doing it. And then someone asked him, you know, asked him about it in this particular video. And he said, that cold was nothing compared to the grief that I was bearing. The grief of that loss of his wife. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Because it's, it's, it's an interesting story. And here's why I'm sharing it. Because my interpretation of Wim Hof's story is that the extreme cold and, and the challenge to test his metal in his body and to push it beyond the limits of what we know today in modern civilization, I believe it pulled him into the present moment. It was an extreme circumstance, an extreme action. But when you are submerged in cold, your, your body, all thoughts are gone. You're, you're in the sensation of the body. Now, granted, it's extreme. And of course, I'm not recommending anyone do that um, unless you feel led to go get educated on that and see what that is for you. But it, it's, it's an interesting process. It's an extreme example of being in the present moment because this focus of being in, the, and I'm showing my hands here, this focus of lamenting the past and the compelling future take away and all of a sudden this cold rips you into the present moment the sensation in the body and he even said it, it i wanted to feel i wanted to feel and i think when we talk about depression and presence i think people that are depressed are longing to feel this moment what's really happening to get out of the numbness and i think for wim hof that's what happened this cold this extreme temperature brought him into the present moment and he never stopped. That was his road to go down. Now, the breath is a simple way through a practice that we can be still and get into this moment. And for those of you who have listened to past shows, we talk about this and I learned this from Eckhart Tolle as well, that 
You know, life is filled with content, but we often forget no content. Like we look at the fire, which I'm gonna stoke here for a moment. We look at the fire and we, we're fixated on the fire, right? We don't often look at the space that's beneath. Yeah, we look at the coals, but we don't realize there's air. There's space in there. We don't pay attention to that. And this is an analogy of what happens in the mind. We don't pay attention to the spaces between. But when we're, when we're in the moment and we can get these momentary lapses out of thought and we can augment the moment, the deepest part of you will speak. It's the still, that's where the still small voice speaks. And that's why it's called still and small because we don't give it room. We're just constantly doing, let's throw in more thoughts, throw in more thoughts, more content, more tips, more this, more. We are flooded with information, but we lack fulfillment. We lack what it means to live. And I trust that this show is going to create a little bit of an opening, whether you're 10 years old, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, whether you're 80, 90, 100 years old or older, there's always an invitation to be in the present moment where life, my life, your life is happening. And if you are hearing this, there's things for you to do that will arise within you. And you might say, where did that come from? Next thing you know, you pick up a paintbrush. You go help a neighbor. You drive cross country. You want to change your career completely. You want to start over. You want to refresh and reinvent yourself. Why? Because maybe you were living based on the construct of the mind and you never really stopped to get present to understand yourself and what really matters and what is in the deepest part. Think of it this way. There's a, there's a blueprint inside of you. It's already there. There's a blueprint already in you. And maybe you just are disconnected from that. I just learned, and forgive me, somebody might know the name of this, but this, this was another amazing story to, to anchor in what is in you. There's a painter. He's a blind finger painter and his initials are E-G or E. I know the first name is E. Somebody could help me out with this. He was born blind. He was born blind. He's never seen an ocean a beautiful landscape, but yet he paints them with his fingers. And not only does he paint them, he also creates perspective. How does he do that if he's never seen that? So if he paints an ocean scene, how does he do it? He says his fingers have senses that are way beyond the average person. Think about that. Think of the level of presence and being in the moment that takes to be able to create a landscape that you've never seen with your physical eyes because they don't, you can't see. It must be wired in him. What is wired in you that maybe you forgot? Let's pause and breathe. And then I have another reading for you. Let's take another moment to pause and breathe.
before we close out this segment, I want to read one other thing to you and reflect on that. I just want to give you an opportunity to type in whatever is coming up for you during this episode. Did something arise in the moment out of nowhere? Are you really amazed by the stories that I just shared? Perhaps you forgot, you remembered something you forgot about yourself. My intention for you and for me, and it's been a long road, but to learn to live more fully now, to love more. And if we can be more present, We express love in the deepest and most profound way without having to do. It's the vacuum. We create the vacuum for the other person. Let's read this. This is a beautiful, beautiful poem. And it's called The Alchemy of Love. You come to us from another world, from beyond the stars and void of space, transcendent, pure, of unimaginable beauty, bringing with you the essence of love. You transform all who are touched by you. Mundane concerns, troubles, and sorrows dissolve in your presence, bringing joy to ruler and ruled to peasant and king. You bewilder us with your grace. All evils transform into goodness. You are the master alchemist. You light the fire of love in earth and sky, in heart and soul of every being. Through your love, existence and non-existence merge. All opposites unite. All that is profane becomes sacred again. The Alchemist of Love by none other than Rumi. An incredible poet. That's a really interesting poem. It evokes a lot. It you're wondering what is he speaking of? Is it love? Is it is it a spiritual nature? Really it's for you to interpret, but there's power in it. I see power of pure presence all in it. The ability to be less reactive in our human relations. You come to us from another world, you know, I would say a less reactive world. From the, the beyond the stars, it's universal. It's transcendent, pure, and of unimaginable beauty. Think about the beauty of, of just being in the moment with someone. Bringing with you the essence of love. Think of love, spaciousness for another human being. Everybody wants to prescribe immediately. They want to jump in and thought, 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 prescribe, thought. Mundane concerns, troubles and sorrows dissolve or melt away in your presence. 
bringing joy to Roller and Rolled. So it's a powerful, powerful poem. Let it speak to you today. This combination of love and presence of living life more fully now, they go hand in hand. Think about your purest expressions of love. Is being in the moment and then what arises up from that pure place. And maybe that's where your, your greatest memories come from. Yes, I said memories. We do have memories. We don't, <laughs> as I said, it's about living more fully now, but we still have memories. That's what creates the contrast. I'm gonna pause and just let you type in the final things and we'll transition to the next segment here. We still wanna call out our spot, our next sponsor here, Duchess DJ Love, Gallivanting Like a Royal. We're gonna share their uh, uh, screenshots so you can get in touch with Julie Gandy and uh, Duchess DJ Love and continue your journey. I'm gonna close this out by just stoking the fire and then sharing it with you. That was an exceptional fire. I hope uh, that fire created that calm, evoked that presence to, to be in the moment. And I want to thank our sponsors here before we transition into the closing sequence with about 13 minutes left in the show. I want to grab your shares. I was able to grab an image of that blind painter and his name. We'll be able to share that. But Duchess DJ Love gallivanting like a royal. She was the first sponsor to step up and say, I want to sponsor this show. And it means that much to her. And it goes hand in hand with the travel that she creates. She wants to spread the love through travel. She wants to show you how you can travel like she does on a budget. And she's got, a, I mean, she's a busy person, but she's very efficient and she has a lot to share. So let me just share that graphic. You can, a bunch of QR codes. She has a new book out, Traveltude, so you can take advantage of that. And then I mentioned our other incredible sponsor, Julie Gandy. I talked about the process I went through with Julie. And Julie just released her book yesterday. It's called Jersey Girl Finds Peace. Uh, you can connect with her here. And her website for her book is at the bottom. It's an incredible read. So I know you're going to get a lot out of that uh, to watch Julie's journey and to, uh, she is just this calming force. I've had the opportunity to work with her. I've worked with her. Uh, she was a client of mine and I've had the opportunity to go through her process. Incredible. I highly, highly recommend Julie Gandy. So uh, back to the show, let me share with you this image here. I had mentioned the blind painter, so let me share that with you right now. This is incredible.
he's Turkish. His name is <laughs> Esref Armagan. Esref Armagan. And he was born blind. And yet he painted that. And the, the takeaway for you is that everything you need is in you. Even if you can't see it. And I think this is a beautiful metaphor to take with you. If you're like, I can't see it. I don't know my purpose. I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. I'm in this situation that maybe my mind created. My ego said, do this and you'll be happy. And you're not happy and you're not fulfilled. Well, first of all, cultivate joy and fulfillment however you can in the little micro moments wherever you are because everything is an expansion of now. So if you feel lost, discontent, chances are wherever you get to, you're going to feel lost and discontent. So whatever you want, whatever you aspire for emotionally, uh, your physical environment, you need to start in the smallest micro moment now. Find joy now. And then we can expand that. The smallest seed, the smallest thought, the smallest emotion, however small, can be expanded upon. That seed can germinate, manifest, and come to fruition. Type in if you know what I mean. Have you had this happen? Let's grab some shares, DJ. What do you say? Let's see if we can. Oh, let me, let me share this real quick. I, I love this quote here. I'm going to share this quote again because uh, this, to me, sparks creativity. Here's the creativity. Ready? Think about that. You know, get creative and impregnate the moment with unlimited possibility. Isn't that great? So we're going to grab some shares here from you. Uh, DJ is going to cycle through some of our top shares here. And uh, there's something else I wanted to share with you here before we close. But let's see what we got. Always great stories. That's an incredible painting from a blind painter. Absolutely amazing. If you are on YouTube, we, want you to, uh, we invite you to subscribe to the YouTube channel just to be. Did you find opportunities throughout the show to just be? What the fireplace, maybe. I love this. Thank you, Jasmine, for being here. Glad you joined us today. Sandy from Australia. <laughs> the greatest one, the greatest gift one can give, whatever one need, whatever one needs, whatever one needs. That's to be present, understand what they need. The most important gift we can give anyone is love. But this is Ivy, by the way. The most important gift we can give anyone is love, but also compassion, understanding, and yes, your presence, even those who know this. Thank you for pointing that out. I think that's really important. We falter. I falter. People expect me to be, you know, because I do this work, people put me at a higher uh, uh, higher expectation, and I'm fine with that. Like, it's okay, but I, it's, I, I falter. I'm not always in the present moment with people. I get into my head. I got, you know, but it's, that's why we pause and breathe. And we make it a practice so you don't have to go off and meditate for an hour. And by the way, if you, I recommend if you want to do that, meditate and prayer for an hour. I do it. I'll go out in nature. But I think where it becomes really relative to make it a practice throughout the day. The sky is so blue. Perfect. Let's grab our balcony camera here, which is new. So there's the balcony camera. The sky is so blue. Uh, Austin is inside today, but we still have the outside to bring to you. So how about that? There you go. A great closing message. Uh, thank you very much, Ivy. I'm, I'm glad you're here today. It's been a beautiful show. I'm, I'm honored here to share with you and maybe there's, what, what are you going to walk away with today? Let's, let's do that. What, uh, and there's the, uh, the poem that I shared. If you're on the podcast, we're putting up the shares here. And this was the Rumi quote, the alchemy of love. You come to us from, yeah. So that's, you can look that up, Google it. Rumi, R-U-M-I, the alchemy of love. It's a beautiful poem that you can 
read again because it's something that you need to read like more than once because it's pretty deep. But what are you going to walk away with today? You know, that's really what this is. Uh, are you going to be come from a calmer place? Did you establish a, a peaceful power maybe within you? Did you set a new intention? Did you, did you give birth to a new seed of intention in this moment? Intuitively created, creative referencing Esrof Armageddon, the, the painter, incredible painter. What will you walk away with today? Awareness. Awareness. Is awareness fast or slow? What is it? Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it? Right. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but what do you, I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think? <clears throat> Welcome to Power of Pure Presence. We are wrapping up the show here momentarily. Getting ready to close the show out. Oh, important to note. Uh, I will be on with Duchess DJ today. On And DJ, do you have that link? I'll be on at 1230. I'm going to be in Costa Rica. I'm leaving tomorrow morning, the way things worked. I'll be leaving. My flight is 630 a.m. I'll be up nice and early to get to the airport. I'll be in Costa Rica Monday. There are there is some chances of rain, but I feel like it's going to be perfect, even with the rain. I will be capturing lots of video. I'm planning to bring my drone, get some overhead shots and also record uh, at least one Power of Pure Presence show, maybe multiple shows if I can, or at least segments that I'll be able to curate and create and interject into the show. As you know, uh, we normally record this in nature. We, we stream it from nature for you because nature is a powerful catalyst for presence. It's also studies show that even if you watch nature, it evokes a powerful uh, feeling in you just by watching it. And that's why we, I share this. I share these things with you. The first suns, the first sunrise of 2023, these things to help you become more in the moment without words. Um, DJ, do you have the link if you do, or we can share something that people can watch the show today at 1230. We'll give DJ a moment to do that. And let's share this. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's share this here. This was a, a good way to, to think about your year. I shared this last show, but let me share it here now. got a couple minutes uh, final shares Michelle says I think awareness can be both fast and slow depending on what is to be discovered I think that's great I think that that is true I think that I like sports as a, a great analogy in that it's like um, uh, where the athlete says like this fast moment begins to slow down. So even though the moment is fast, the awareness, because you put, it's almost like it, the moment's happening fast, but then the awareness, your awareness almost like slows the moment down. Do you ever hear that? It's like everything happened in slow motion. You, you hear athletes talk about it. And I think that's really the power of pure presence and, and awareness when we can be that, when we, when we are fully present, we are, we are taking the micro moment and we're expanding it. And the seemingly insignificant becomes significant and we are in that key moment, 1000%. And guess what? 
miracles, 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 miracles. Michelle, thanks for sharing that. This has been a great show. I, I, I trust if it's, it's served you, uh, just type that in. If, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, share it with somebody. We, we are looking to grow the show. We're going to be adding more to the show, more nature, more travel, all of the above. Remember, this is about living life fully now. Walk away today with that, that you can live life fully now in this moment, and, and it, you can love today, even if it's just a little more, by one small act of kindness. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And we'll see you next week for Power Pure Presence with Costa Rica content. Bye for now.